The Pitch Sider. Pitch side for every game. Hello and welcome back to the Pitch Sider podcast. Coming up this week, we have retirements, we have the Premier League, we have a reaction to the Champions League draw and much, much more. But yes, start this week off with the news uh, coming out of Barcelona this week. Uh, Barcelona legend Gerard Piquet has made an emotional retirement and will finish his career this weekend. He has played his last game for Barcelona. He was subbed off at the 84th minute um, under boss Xavi and the entire bench gave him claps. And he said that he loves Barcelona and that's why he considered it was the right moment to go. Um, this is not goodbye. This It looks like he's probably going to come back in some sort of like coaching role. Or whether he might take some time out and come back later on. It'd be interesting to see. Um, Bar's, his last appearance was Barcelona's 2-0 win in La Liga. So yeah, it's sad to see him go, but... It will free up some much-needed funds for Barcelona. Um, he still owed about £30 million in wages. So whether he will see that or not, it'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, the whole Barcelona, they're still in massive debt. So it's going to be interesting to see whether they can get out of that and whether PK's retirement actually will help that. Today has been the Champions League draw, um, so we will cover that in a second um, after we've gone through the Champions League. Um, but yeah, there's not been much news around. Um, the only other news that from today is Ralph Hassenhoff from Southampton has been sacked. Um, no surprise here after they lost 4-1 to Newcastle. Um, New Southampton are, are also permitted to speak to... Luton boss Nathan Jones today um, and looks to be one of the favourites to replace Ralph at Southampton. Um, it would be interesting to see what where Ralph goes next, whether he'll go to another Premier League side. Because um, he did have some successful time at Southampton, but he's also had some misery 9-0 defeats. So it would definitely be interesting to see where his future lies. Um, but for Nathan, not too much is known about him. He, he does play for Luton and they are having a successful season. Um, he's considered to be one of the up-and-coming managers in football. So it'll be interesting to see whether his shot in the Premier League will be a successful one or not. And whether it will be him or whether it will be someone else. Let's move on to some Champions League football. Uh, so, yes, I'll quickly go through some of the games and groups and see how it all ended up, and then we will go through the draw. So, Group A finished with two games on Tuesday, with Liverpool beating Napoli 2-0 and Ajax beating Rangers 3-1. Uh, this left the group Napoli finished top, with Liverpool finishing second, both on 15 points. Ajax were eliminated to Europa League and Rangers were knocked out of the competition as a whole. Um, and this is a, the worst performance a club has ever done in the Champions League under Rangers. 
So it's a bit disappointing on their Champions League return. Uh, Group B, uh, Porto and Club Bruges both qualified with Bayer Leverkusen going through to Europa League and a big shock, Atletico Madrid being knocked out of the competition as a whole. The games on Tuesday ended Bayer Leverkusen nil, Club Bruges nil. Uh, Porto and Atletico Madrid, Porto won that 2-1. Um, in Group C, Bayern Munich and Inter Milan both qualified from this group with Bayern Munich topping the group. Barcelona were eliminated to the Europa League and Viktor Polenska have been knocked out of the competition as a whole. Uh, Bayern beat Inter 2-0 and Barcelona beat Victoria 4-2. Group D, Tottenham qualified with Frankfurt. Sporting Lisbon missed out narrowly and go through to the Europa League and Marseille have been knocked out of the competition as a whole. Uh, Tottenham beat Marseille 2-1 in the final game and Frankfurt beat Sporting Lisbon 2-1 to make sure they got through. Uh, Group E, Chelsea qualified with AC Milan uh, and Salzburg go into the Europa League with Dynamo Zagreb being knocked out of the competition. Chelsea beat uh, Dynamo Dynamo Zagreb 2-1 and AC Milan beat Salzburg 4-0. Um, in Group F, Real Madrid qualified uh, with Leipzig and Shakhtar Donetsk moved down into Europa League with Celtic being knocked out, um, the same as Rangers. Uh, the games from that, Real Madrid finished 5-1 and Shakhtar Donetsk beat, lost to RB Leipzig 4-0. In Group G, Man City and Dortmund both qualified with Seville dropping down into Europa League and Copenhagen missing out altogether. Man City beat Seville 3-1 and Copenhagen and Dortmund ended 1-0. Uh, group H finished the final group. Uh, Benfica qualified top with Paris Saint-Germain in second. Uh, Juventus got knocked out into the Europa League and Maka Hafner finished last. Uh, Benfica beat Makahafa 6-1 and PSU beat Juventus 2-1. So that's how the groups finished up from the six games. Um, some surprises with Juventus and Barcelona going down into Europa League. This is second year in a row for Barcelona. Um, and the biggest shock is Atletico Madrid going into the Nothing, just getting knocked out of the competition as a whole. Um, this was confirmed the week before last, but yeah, it's always a disappointment to see a Simeone side get knocked out. Um, but that does make it quite interesting for the draw. So the draw happened today, and the fixtures will take place over the 14th and 15th or 21st or 22nd of February of the second legs the 7th and 8th or 14th and 15th of March. Uh, so Man City drew RB Leipzig, Benfica beat Club, uh, drew Club Bruges, Liverpool drew Real Madrid in the final from last year, uh, AC Milan drew Tottenham, Frankfurt versus Napoli, Chelsea drew Borussia Dortmund, Inter Milan versus Porto and PSG drew by Munich. So there's some interesting battles um, in this, with, especially with Real Madrid and Liverpool. Um, looks like one of the big teams would probably like to go out. Um, 
with and then PSG versus Bayern Munich. This is one of the other biggest games with both teams looking to progress and go on to win this competition. So to face these two teams together this early on in the competition, it's quite a big shock, but it's exciting as a fan. Um, and yeah, it's going to get a lot of hype around. But however, we have got about three months before these games are played. So it's going to be a long time and a lot of people will probably forget about this until it comes back up. But yeah, let us know what you think of these Champions League results, um, either via email or on our socials. But yeah, it looks like a couple of English teams will probably likely go through. Um, Tottenham and AC Milan looks like an interested one. Last time they faced each other in the Champions League, Peter Crouch scored a winner. Little fun fact there for you. Uh, let's have a quick look at the Europa League. Um, especially with some of these teams being knocked down. Uh, so in the knockout playoffs, uh, Ajax drew Union Berlin. Barcelona are playing Manchester United. So this is going to be an interesting game. Either one of these teams will be knocked out at, in this playoff stage. Um, both our favourites probably to go and win this competition so to be drawn against each other it's very it's not good for Manchester United as this is probably a team that they probably want to avoid but it's going to be a big test and it will finally see Dion go come back to or go to Old Trafford and um, elsewhere Roma have drawn RB Salzburg Wren have drawn Shakhtar Donetsk uh, Leipzig have drawn Monaco, Juventus have drawn Nice, Nentz, Seville have drawn PSV, and Lisbon have drawn FC Medeglagia. Sorry for pronunciation. Um, but yeah, it, these teams will go on to face the whoever wins this draw will go on and face the teams that have won their group e.g. Arsenal. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how far some of these teams go and all eyes will be on this Barcelona versus United game. So yeah, so that wraps up the Europa League and Champions League. Let's move on to the some Premier League fixtures. Um, we've had a, another full weekend of fixtures. So let's quickly run through some of the Premier League fixtures. So start off on Saturday, Leeds drew Leeds won four three to Bournemouth in a game where there were seven goals. Man City got a late winner with a Haaland penalty over Fulham, ending two one. Uh, Forest drew to Brentford two all. Brighton drew to Wolver Brighton beat Wolverhampton three two. Uh, Leicester got a 2-0 victory over Everton. Uh, Arsenal beat a Chelsea in the London derby 1-0. Aston Villa beat a United 3-1. Newcastle beat Southampton 4-1. Palace beat West Ham 2-1. And Liverpool beat Tottenham 2-1. So there's some big fixtures in this, especially the Chelsea-Arsenal, the London derby. Um, highly anticipated game. Uh, both teams were terrible um, Chelsea were Arsenal defended well and um, they just were terrible going forward whereas Chelsea were just terrible all over the pitch could have been easily 3-4-0 if Arsenal were better at shooting um, on this day um, the goal was actually 
come off the corner um, and most Chelsea players missed it and it just was tapped in. So yeah, as a Chelsea fan, this is a disappointing result. But it does leave, it leaves a sour taste, but it looks like some of the players were arguing in the dressing room after this, so it does look like they care. But they've got a big test with City in the week and Newcastle at the weekend, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they can do. Um, it ends the sort of off this. It's and then the World Cup, so looks like a break is needed for Chelsea to try and get um, Potter some of his tactics across, and whether he can start actually putting across his philosophy. It'd be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, Arsenal looks to be good. Um, it looks like this is a step forward to their title race, but. I still wouldn't pull off City, um, especially if Haaland coming off the bench and still scoring. It's going to be anyone's game. Um, the World Cup will have a big deciding fact in this and whether it's going to be likely that they won't. It Time will tell. Um, but definitely injuries are going to play a part, especially with all these players playing so many games this season. There's going to be a lot of injuries. Um, there's a lot of injuries going into this World Cup, but it's going to be interesting. Um, another team... Another game is Liverpool versus Tottenham. Liverpool got a 2-1 victory over Tottenham. Tottenham getting late late consolation. But yeah, Liverpool kind of gifted this with Dyer sort of heading it back to the keeper, miss, missing it really and handing it to Mo Salah who scored the winner. Um, Umar Emery coming back to the Premier League, got his... Rain off to start a 3-1 victory over United. Um, United just were lacking a goal for it. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether United can bounce back. Um, but a side that looked to be really on form is Newcastle. Um, carrying on their winning ways. And Almiron still being the absolute god he is scoring. Um, he is... Really informed um, with Trippier is doing really well. And yeah, Bruno Gomez scored an absolute wonder goal. So if you haven't go, haven't watched that, go and watch that now. Um, but yeah, it looks looks like it's going well. Um, as the table stands, Arsenal is still topped by two points with Man City with 32 points. Newcastle up to third in the Premier League table. Um, Tottenham dropped down to fourth. United are in 5th, Brighton are in 6th, Chelsea are still in 7th, Liverpool have moved up the table to 8th, um, and the bottom of the table leaves Southampton, Wolves and Forest still at the bottom, but they are joint on points with Wolves, so it's still anyone to play for, um, coming up to halfway in the season, so table is starting to shake up and how we would like to how we've normally see, but there's still some definitely teams that are shocking everyone, especially Newcastle and Brighton being well up there. Um, Brighton, you would be a bit sceptical because of the new manager, but they seem to be thriving under him. But yeah, it looks like Premier League's definitely spicing up, and it looks like we might have a different winner rather than City and Liverpool. But Man City will still do their best, um, especially if Haaland hit there is no stopping him. So it's going to be an interesting to see where it all actually ends up and whether and whether it's going to 
be Arsenal's to win or whether it will end up being City's or whether it will be end up being someone else because of the World Cup will definitely shake this season up. Um, let's quickly go through the other the other league I want to mention this week is the Syria. So in the Syria, we we've had a number of fixtures, um, a few big games. Um, especially we had Juventus versus Inter, and we also had Napoli versus Atalanta. Two big games to push on to the title, um, especially with where everyone sits. So Juventus and Inter Milan is quite an interesting game. Both teams are definitely sort of not on form where you expect them to be in this sort of season. Um, Juventus are sitting fifth with Inter Milan sitting seventh. Um, Inter Milan obviously were challenging for the title last season, uh, very off the pace this season. Um, Juventus are just very off the pace as well, but seem to be sitting one point above Inter Milan. But yeah, Syria, um, nah. Yeah, Juventus got the edge over Inter um this this week um finishing 2-1 very good goals from the the Juventus players but whether the Juventus manager needs to be sacked for them to properly bounce back time will tell um but yeah it's going to it's definitely if you haven't watched this game go and watch it it's a very sort of italian classic it was very end to end um definitely game was sort of two halves and both goals were scored in the first half so yeah um, but the interesting game was Napoli versus Atalanta both teams sort of in the top four Napoli are sort of six points clear now after they beat Atalanta 2-1 but yeah this was a very sort of close game um, again both goal all goals were in the first half so yeah but Osman looks like a deadly striker um, and Lookman, Lookman did score a really nice penalty so yeah this is definitely one you should go and watch um, but this looked like you can see a Napoli side that are very challenging for the title and whether they can keep their team they definitely will um, starting to get a nice lead now points so they do slip up slightly that should be okay. That just leaves us now to pick the Pitch Harder's Player of the Week. This week, I am going to award it to Mo Salah, getting two goals against Tottenham to make sure they got the win. It's definitely up up there for the best player of the week. Um, another player seems to players seem stand out, but yeah, they didn't really get to the same sort of contribution Mo Salah did um, securing all three points and getting both goals for the club it's very good and congratulations to him and now it's that time of the week um, as we're halfway through uh, we will go through the World Cup so this week we will be going through groups E and F um, starting with group E very interesting group with this um, we've got Costa Rica we have Germany 
we have Japan and we have Spain. So let's quickly go through each team. Uh, so it's starting with Costa Rica. With Costa Rica, they recent history. Um, they've missed the first 60 years of the World Cup, um, landing their first appearance in Italian 90. And when they did go on to reach the last 16, from there they've had five instalments. They've missed out just one since then, uh, South Africa in 2010. Um, in 2014 they got to the quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, it looks like it looks like they're not gonna uh, in this group. They're probably one of the least favourites to get through. Um, the the keep man is Brian Red. Brian Rez. He's now a veteran of 37, um, and yeah, he's their captain. And they definitely set the tone. Um, former Fulham striker, um, and yeah, he will. He'd definitely be their sort of tallied man to try and get the edge past Spain, Germany or Japan. Um, but yeah, the pitch riders view on this, uh, they're probably going to finish second bottom in this. Uh, probably going to finish bottom of the group. Uh, Japan have quite a quality team and the likes of Spain and Germany. I don't think Costa Rica will be able to really be able to push on too far in this competition with two sort of giants of the game in their group um yeah fourth or third i don't think they will qualify but they'll probably give especially japan a good run for their money um but yeah i don't think spain or germany would be really rattled by a costa rica side uh moving on to germany obviously they've got a massive group the new got a new manager Hansel Flick as he, he overtook from low from Euro 2020 um, and he's put more youth into the squad um, but the talisman is definitely Kimmich um, they've got the likes of also Tom's Muller, um, Havertz and Werner both all of them in there um, yeah it looks to be more he looks. He likes sort of more of a defensive midfielder, especially with Kimmich, which will give him a. He'll make the whole team, uh, whole team tick, and yeah, it's definitely maybe the heartbeat of the team. But yeah, they, yeah, Germany. Are, I mean, Germany are four-time winners of this, um, so they definitely have a rich history. Um, the latest winner was in two thousand and fourteen in Brazil, um, but they had a horrendous exit in Russia so whether they can bounce back from this uh, we'll likely see but yeah they've got very good squad to try and do this um, especially with they forgot about their keeper Neuer so it's definitely going to be interesting to see how well Germany will do. Um, Pick try to pick some top of the group they've got very good side and yeah and they look like they're going to go far in the competition probably at least to the quarterfinals, whether they can go through to the semis, it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, they definitely got a good squad. Um, Japan, Japan, a bit of a side you expect. They're one of the better Asian sides, but they seem to be. I mean, they went to the final in 2019 in the Asian Cup, so they've got a good sort of pedigree history. Japan, one of these teams that seem to sort of 
appear in a lot of the I think you think they go into a lot of the competitions but they made their first appearance in 98 um, only to lose all three group games um, but yeah before that they've they've finished went into the last 16 um, and they definitely could be a dark horse of this competition if people maybe underestimate them but yeah they're they look to be one of the teams that will definitely go out in this group, especially with the likes of Spain and Germany. They're not going to be able to sort of deal with the might of the Germans and the Spanish. Um, and that moves us on to Spain um, with the manager, Lucas Enrique. He's one of the few current international managers who has a huge pedigree. Um, with He won the treble at Barcelona with Messi, Suarez and Neymar. So he's definitely got pedigree and he's got a very exciting team. One of them is Pedri who turned 80, uh, 20 a couple of weeks ago. So it's definitely going to see whether he can be the Iniesta of his time and push Spain on. Um, so obviously Spain have won the competition before and they won it in 2010. Um, but they did have a really poor show in 2014. Um, and yeah, they... <laughs> Four years later in Russia, the campaign was overshadowed as their manager was left at the end. Um, but yeah, it could be could be interesting to see whether they can go on to push further than the quarterfinals and where I think they'd probably end up. Um, but definitely the best game of this group would definitely be Germany versus Spain. Um, overall, it's probably going to end up Germany-Spain. Japan and Costa Rica in this group is my opinion. Moving to group F, um, definitely another group full of sort of winners um, and teams that really could sort of push on. Um, we have Belgium, Croatia, Canada and Morocco. Um, so it's going to be interesting and um, obviously there's a few standout teams um, in this group, one of them being Belgium. Um, they had a very very good chance. They finished third in the last World Cup in 2018, um, eventually losing out to winners France. They got Roberto Mancini as their manager, um, but yeah, they've got they're still sort of in their sort of golden generation, but it's coming to the end of that now. Um, they've got the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and Lukaku, Hazard. And yeah, they look like they've got a very good sort of team. They've got the best goalkeeper in the world under Courtois. So it's going to be interesting to see whether they can really push on in this competition and go and win it, or whether they will likely not do as well. In the last two World Cups, it's seen Belgium have their best tournament so far, finishing third in the 2018 and the quarterfinals. Um, so yeah, they're definitely... They're probably going to be a team, if they can keep their whole squad fit, probably going to be a team that can really sort of go to the quarterfinals. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether they can actually finish top, which I reckon they probably will with this group. The next team in this group is Croatia. So, they're definitely their key man, definitely their star man is Luka Modric. Um, but he's coming to the end of his career, being 37, but... Yeah, he's definitely still going to be the heartbeat of their team. Um, they definitely they still got a few other players with Ivan Perovic and and Kovacic. Um, so yeah, it looks like they they've got a very good sort of balanced team. So be interesting to see how far 
they can definitely go in this competition. Um, they they did go quite far. Um, they finished runners up in 2018, um, but they went out in the group stages in 2002, 2006, 2014. Um, so definitely sort of an up and down history. So it'd be interesting to see whether they can sort of go through or not. Um, I think they'll finish second behind Belgium in this group. Um, so yeah, they definitely but definitely got sort of a good chance to maybe go to the quarterfinals if they can really sort of push. Um, definitely could be one of the sort of real dark horses of this competition. Um, Canada, Canada's an interesting team. They've got very sort of a young team, um, especially with their left back Alfonso Davies. Um, he he's very definitely a key player for them and also Bayern Munich so it's going to be interesting um, the 21 he's definitely going to relish in his first competition on the big stage um, Canada don't have a sort of decorated history at the World Cup unlike other nations at their first World Cup was in 1986 when they went in out in the group stages having lost all three games um, but Canada has definitely got a place in the next World Cup as they are co-hosts with Mexico and America. Um, they're definitely very outside chance of going through in this group. And the final group is in the final group. Final team in this group is Morocco. Um, they got a team where they've definitely got a few sort of big players with Hakim Ziyech and Hakimi. Um, and with Zayt sort of coming back into favour, with now they've got sort of a new coach. Um, but yeah, they've sort of the furthest they've got is kind of nine, in nineteen eighty six. They got to run sixteen um, in their previous times in ninety four, ninety eight, and two thousand eighteen. They both sort of uh, sort of needed forgot out. So if they can make it out of sort of this group, it would be a success. But I don't see them sort of doing this I think they'll finish sort of third with Canada finishing fourth and then Croatia finishing second with Belgium finishing first so it's going to be sort of an interesting both these sort of groups are sort of big they've got big teams with Spain Germany Belgium definitely teams that can really push to go and maybe win it and whether they're some of the favorites to go and win it but yeah definitely some of the games in this sort of watch um some some of these games you probably might want to avoid, but definitely sort of the Spain Germany game you're definitely going to want to go and watch this as it's going to be two giants going at it in a group. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. And yeah, that wraps up this week's podcast. I uh, hope you've enjoyed. Um, as always, please like and subscribe and listen. And um, yeah, come back next week for the final instalment of the world cup group stages and you'll be able to check out group c and d's sort of articles on the pitch Sider website with the enf sort of coming in the next few days as well so yeah definitely go and check them out and yeah definitely check out the pitch Sider website um, and that's about it for this week so see you next week and goodbye for all the latest news transfers and football articles check out the pitchsider.com it's the place to be Contact us on our socials. Instagram and Twitter is at ThePitchSider or via email is ThePitchSider at Hotmail.com.